manic, pertaining to or affected by excessive excitement or enthusiasm phrase. This is Manic Mindset. It's time for another Manic episode with Haley and Lynn. Join us each week as we dive down the rabbit hole of navigating life while being hyper-focused on success. Our Manic moments are where some of our best ideas come from. We not only embrace the chaos, we thrive in it. Hey guys, welcome back. We're honestly really surprised you came. This week, we're going to talk about weeding out the circle. Oh, it's such a good one. Mm-hmm. It's important. It's relevant. Uh, so the first thing I feel like is always the most crucial when it comes to any friendships, picking people, having people that stay around, knowing what's important is to remember that you inspire people to pretend to not even see you. Mm -hmm. So don't get in your own way. Don't be self-conscious. Don't think, oh, I don't think they have room for me in their friendship. Oh, I don't think that they would like me. Try it out. What do you have to lose? What do you have to lose? If you're not a very good The perception tea, that, well, especially for even just you and I, mm -hmm. has always been, they don't have room at their table. It's a big old table. Yeah, it's, it's a, a big, big table, table, but it's a tight-knit table. Yeah, you're it's... invited, and then you have to earn your spot. Yeah. I'm, I'm mm -hmm. too old to play these games with you. Either it's a fit or it's not. And we can be cordial. We can be friendly. We can be, hi, how are you? Maybe drink every now and then. That doesn't mean we're at the table together. Absolutely. And I expect that for me as well, for people to be selective about who they allow at their table as well. Hundred percent. Big ask. <laughs> I don't think it's a big ask at all. I agree with you, hundred percent. I do feel like when you are talking about the friendships, the circles, people that sit at your table, the biggest question that you should always be asking yourself is, actually, I feel like it's two. It's a two-sided question. Mm -hmm. Do those people bring value to my life, and am I providing value to theirs? And not for nothing, are you worthy of my time? Yeah. I'm a busy girl. Okay? Yeah. I'm mm -hmm. busy. And if I need time for the businesses, businesses, multiple. Yes. Friends, family, the things that I want to do for myself, if I'm going to waste my free time on you, I need to know that it's worth it and I expect you to feel the same about me. Why would you make time for something that's not important? And why are you forcing something that maybe doesn't feel natural either, you yeah. know? I feel like when you talk about um, value in a friendship, I'm not sure what those values look like for you. I know I have not, I don't feel like I have a lot of values. I just have ones that are non-negotiable for me. Mm -hmm. One of those values is loyalty. Mm -hmm. Loyalty is the number one thing that I require in my friendship. And if I even question it, mm -hmm. even if you've probably given it, if I have to question it, I don't do it. I do not do it at all. And I actually, one of our really good friends, her name's Nicole. I love her dearly. She's one of the loyalest people I know, but we got into a discussion not that long ago about your ex, Haley, your expectations mm -hmm. for, um, what you expect out of people is set so high that it's a lot of people cannot meet those. And you have to understand that not everybody's like that. I'm like, I get it. Mm -hmm. Just not a part of my life. Yeah, I get it. I just don't accept it. I don't accept it. I do not accept anything less than loyalty. And, you know, those people, you know, Nicole knows that about mm -hmm. me. She was just like, you know, if you want to have more people in your life and more people around you, 
not everybody's going to be to that level of friendship that you are looking for. And mm-hmm. I'm just kind of like, well, then I'm not willing to waste my time either. Not that I need a hundred more friends in my life. I don't. I have a great circle of people. I have hand picked them. Mm-hmm. They are hand selected. And vice versa. That goes the other way. Yes. They also hand picked you to be in that life. Right. And I'm grateful for that. And mm-hmm. I, I, those people are, have made such a huge impact on my life and I'm so grateful for it. But I feel like I bring value to their life just like they bring value to my life mm-hmm. and that it's, it's both, it comes both ways, you know? Absolutely. So that to me, loyalty is one of the number one things when I think about like value to a friendship is that's the number one, especially in, in the line of work that I'm in. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a lot on social media. Yeah. I am in real estate and you know, I'm all the time and moving, doing stuff, you know, all kinds of things. And those people that you put around you, you have to know that they actually care about you, that they actually will ride for you. If that success rubs you the wrong way, then it's not, it's not a thing for me. Mm. <laughs> it's not, yeah. not going to be a thing. Cause if I genuinely am someone's friend and especially if they're in our kind of line of work, right? Where we literally are our brand. I have to sell myself in a sense, which ugh, sounds so icky, but I do. So mm-hmm. if I'm on stories and I'm on lives and I'm on a podcast and I'm this and I'm that, a commercial, a billboard, whatever it may be, if you don't see that and think that's my girl, I, we're not the one. Like, I'm not the one for you. You're not the one for me because if I genuinely, like, you're my friend and I see your face on a billboard, I'm like, yes, honey, I'm making a story. I'm tagging you. I'm all this stuff. If I'm like, ugh, what? Did you not just realize that you did that? That that's ugh. your reaction? Because then maybe move along. Maybe we don't need to make time for each other. Like... My success should not threaten you. It should not bother you. You should support it because I would support it for you. And I actually once had a friend that said, I'd be lying to you if I didn't tell you I was jealous of your success. And I knew right then and there Mm -hmm. that that friendship was ending. There's a way to come at that, right? Where you're like, God, I really wish I could achieve for what you've achieved. I would, I would love to join you on Mm -hmm. that platform, on that stage, whatever it may be. Like, well, the crazy thing is, is I shared, shared all that. Mm Mm-hmm. But I mean, there's a way to say that. Like, it's okay to feel like, hey, I, I would love what you have. I would mm-hmm. love to join you in that. I aspire to be that. Not a, hey, I would love for you to lose that so I can have it. Those are two different yes. things. Those are wildly different ways to feel. A hundred percent. And I, if you feel threatened by the people that are around you and you're threatened by their success and their success makes you jealous, mm-hmm. you need to check yourself. Maybe you need some therapy. <laughs> yes. Because that's not for nothing not to be rude. That's a you problem. Mm-hmm. There's like never I'm been a time. bothers you and I've done you no wrong. That's a you problem. Look inside. Yes, that's a you problem. There's Address never been eternally. a time where the circle of people that I'm in or that I, that I run with, like the whole thing, or even people that are in the same line of work as us, mm-hmm. I've never been, oh, I wish, I wish I was, you know, that successful or, um, they don't even deserve that. Right. Like Mm -hmm. I've never been like that. I've always kind of just been like, how can I help your business? How can Mm -hmm. I help you? Because I've never, there are some people that are some high producing agents around here and never once have I ever felt like they're my competition, right? Your numbers I might be competing with. Mm -hmm. I'm not competing with how you are directly as a business person. I'm not in competition like with you. As an actual human. As an actual human, <laughs> no. Am I in competition with the numbers that you do? Yeah. Yeah. yeah we should be. That's mm-hmm. that's called a healthy healthy competition. Not for nothing. That's literally our job. Yes. To compete with you on that. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, but when it comes to 
um, being too envious of a person mm -hmm. or jealous of a human. Um, yeah, no, you have to either. Not you cute have, traits. No, it's not. Ew, they're disgusting. Actually, mm -hmm. I agree with you a hundred percent. It's all about the quality, not the quantity. Mm. This is an open door table. Yes. You get here, you get your seat, you get to earn it, you get to keep it. If you are no longer at the table, look you're, at yourself. You're uh, what I like to call a front porch friend. That part. So I have a back porch friends and I have front porch friends. If you're a front porch friend, you're still. It's a shirt. Yeah, it's a shirt. <laughs> it's a shirt. Front porch friend. <laughs> if you're a front porch friend, you're still a friend. Mm -hmm. I'm still friendly with you. You're an acquaintance. I still want nothing but the best for you. I will still even help you. Mm -hmm. Um. But you don't know the deep, dark secrets. You don't know the stuff that, like, I would only tell my back porch friends. Mm -hmm. If you're on my back porch, we're having cocktails. We're speaking freely. I don't have to worry about you holding that over my head mm -hmm. later down the road, throwing that in my face. Mm -hmm. I trust that even if this friendship was to come to an end at some point, mm -hmm. Because of life, right? Yeah. Sometimes you um, grow apart. Sometimes you grow apart. I trust that that would not be used as a weapon later. Absolutely. If you have used things as weapons against people, you're not a nice person. Mm -mm. You're a bad person. And there's very much, I feel like a lot of the things when we say things like this is interpreted as like, oh, they're the mean girls. You can't sit with us. Get out of here with that. Mm -hmm. I challenge you to find a person that if push came to shove, we didn't give you the shirt off our back. Yeah. I didn't somehow derail my entire day or my plan to help you. Like, I challenge you to find somebody to tell me that. Because Absolutely. I'm not saying I'm Mother Teresa over here. There's plenty of people seeing the other side, not saying they don't deserve it. But I've got that side of the coin, too. But unless you've done somebody wrong, me wrong, someone I love wrong, I have nothing but love for you and everyone around you. I want to see you succeed. There is room at the table for everyone. There mm -hmm. is room in our career field for everyone. And as long as you're a genuine good person, I want genuine good things for you. Yeah. And I don't think that that's unfair. And asking people to to give you what they're getting from you, I'm, I'm too old to not want that. Yeah. I don't have time for this. Let's try it out for a couple of years and see if it's a fit. Nope. Nope. <laughs> and I'm a definitely that person of over the years, I've gotten a lot better about it and been more bolder in like my mindset, the way I think, how I feel what I tolerate, what I do not tolerate, the expectations that I've set for myself and other people. You know, growing up, I grew up, I came from a very, very, uh, not a great lifestyle. Not a, ideal. Not ideal. I come from, you know, a lifestyle of, um, you know, a broken family, in and out of schools, drugs, alcohol, addiction, like the whole thing, right? Mm -hmm. Abuse, all of that. Grateful for all of that. We'll talk about that in another episode. But my thought of bringing all that up is when I was younger, I had to get along to get along, right? You be quiet. You play nicely. Do not rock the boat. Do not draw attention. Mm -hmm. Be a good little girl. And you are to be seen and not heard. That, that whole aspect. And so as my life progressed, I was a doormat for a while in my teenage and, you know, young adult age. I would do anything mm -hmm. to earn people's respect, um, people their validation. I was a people pleaser. I was a people pleaser to people that were awful to mm -hmm. me. Awful. And as I grew and I became more of who I am today and became more confident and knew what I was bringing to that table, especially the table of friendship, I, ex I set that standard higher. Mm -hmm. And if I don't like something, you'll know it. Mm 
-hmm. It might be a really uncomfortable conversation that we have to have, but you will know that that's how I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. I don't ignore things. I might avoid them for a minute because it's for the best. It's for, it's for the best for both of us, right? Mm -hmm. That I'm avoiding Mm -hmm. it for a minute, trying to get my thoughts together. I mean, you know, if I come in hot, (laughs) there wasn't a whole lot of thinking behind that. Mm -hmm. But I feel like that comes with age, not having that like visceral guttural reaction. Yeah. Like you're not, you're not 18 anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm not putting hands on people. It's not, that's not a thing anymore. Like I have to actively stop and think like, this is not worth my time. You're not worth my energy. Right. That took years, years, because I always, for the longest time, and I'm a middle child, so that doesn't help the situation, <laughs> but the for years, it was like, nope, have to have the last word. You're oh. you're wrong, I'm, and I'm right, and I'm going to argue until I'm blue in the face. And now I've realized that, number one, there's no arguing with stupid. You mm-hmm. just can't do it. Yep. And number two, it... Opinions are not facts. Opinions are not facts. And just because I maybe bleed that opinion and it's pouring out of my pores and it's what I truly, to my value, my core believe in, doesn't mean that you do. Right. And just because I feel passionately about it doesn't make it a fact. I'm trying to convince you to change something that's your core value is just not going to happen. So you either are going to be around people that you're mature enough to know, hey, we agree to disagree, Mm -hmm. but let's keep it moving. Or you're around people that you can't disagree and keep it moving. And then it ends. The amount of people who argue over like political like views and stuff is shocking. Like the friendships that are destroyed over mm-hmm. it. Like why why are you even talking about that if you cannot like yeah. if you're willing to burn your friendship down because of a four year term of a human, mm-hmm. like I can't grasp that concept, yeah. right? Like yeah. your values do not align with mine. Really? Yeah. Because because they didn't vote for somebody that you feel like they should have voted for. Like, come on. I mean, unless you're talking about like protecting like rights of people, correct, or children, or something that like there are things that I'm absolutely movable on. Like, there's there's just things that you know. Again, agree to disagree. She'll get a t-shirt about it. I will and to wear it to piss everyone off. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I'm growing. I'm not grown. Okay? <laughs> Healing, not healed. Yeah. <laughs> like, I will put it on a shirt to make a point. But again, there are things like like that for me. Like I know the shirt you're talking about. No, you have so many shirts though. There's <laughs> there's do. two I in the last so like year I know for sure that you've done. I'm like, oh <laughs> Yeah, but I will like I'll wear something, you know, because that's an immovable thing for me. That's a non negotiable. Right. Like that, you know, I'm not gonna bring it up because I'm not gonna get into politics. But you know, something like that right. for me is something I feel strongly about. If you tell me that you fundamentally disagree with that that's probably something we're not at the same table right 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 But like hey i like so-and-so because of this or so-and-so because of that or i don't think maybe we should do this okay well i do but it's not like you're not ending world we're not rioting over this we're not threatening people's lives you know (laughs) it's not a thing like there are things that are just not worth everyone's time right again that goes back to friendship and i feel like a real friend keeps it real with you and if it's a real friend you don't take that the wrong way Mm -mm. like if you have to put me in my place or vice versa I am not stewing for days and hours and weeks about like, how dare she speak to me like that? I'm kind right. of like, hmm, it's just, yeah, now that I'm calm and I've stepped away from it, she's probably right. Right. Like, and if you have a real friend that's bringing you real criticism, you're not going to take that in a way that hurts your feelings because you know where that's coming from and you well, know the intention. And it's not an easy, easy conversation to have. Absolutely. Any kind of friendship that you have that's of value and you're going to come, you're going to, you're going to have times where you have to have a conversation that maybe you didn't anticipate having, or you didn't think that you'd ever have to have that. But if the friendship is really worth it to you mm-hmm. and you find value in that friendship and that person 
checks off all those boxes for you, um, you will have those conversations of like, hey, I didn't like this and I need to tell you about it because I'm kind of stewing on it and it's creating this animosity that I don't even know if you have that you know that I have right now, right? So it's having those adult conversations. It's just like that, a marriage. That it's stink. just like a relationship. And if you why would you allow somebody to move in a way that hurts you or upsets you? Mm-hmm. And you know, people can't fix a problem they don't know they have. Right. So if I don't come to you and just literally just making this up, if I don't come to you and say, Hey, what you did today pissed me off. Like, right. how would you know that it pissed me off? How would you know to either address it or chop mm-hmm. it or change it? How, how right. would you do that? If I sit on it and I never say it, you would never know there was a problem. Right. So if I don't bring it to you, how can I expect you to correct it or at least address why it's not going to be corrected, whichever way it's going to go, you know, right. like you have the right to say, well, I'm glad you feel that way. I'm glad you told me, but like, mm, this is where I stand on it. Mm-hmm. But if I don't bring it to you, how can you even have the conversation? So if you shut the door before it ever has a chance to be a conversation, you have no one to blame but yourself for feeling right. that way. Right. You can't just walk away from things without, ha- I, in my mind, I mean, a lot of people probably do. It, a, a simple conversation could have changed something, mm-hmm. you know. But, um, yeah, so that's just kind of how I feel about my front porch, back porch friends. And if you are... A back porch friend for me, you're a ride or die friend for me. And I just, you know, that's just who I am. So I feel like we (laughs) agree on this together. Like we're definitely ride or die, but like, Mm -hmm. where are we going? (laughs) (laughs) What what kind of weapons do I need? We'll be home in time for bedtime. (laughs) Like like I'm going, but I'm also going to use common sense. Like, Hey, we're going to go do this thing. No, we're not. No, No. we're not. We're not going to go do that. Mm -mm. Like if you're making a bad choice and I know it's a bad choice and I know for you it's a bad choice, I'm going to be your friend. I'm going to say, knock it off. (laughs) Get out of the car. But there are things I'm like, "Mm, say less. Shovels in the trunk, we're on the way. We're ready. Let's go. that's, again, having a real friend. I'm not going to allow you to jeopardize things in your life over something stupid. And I I don't messy my life with friendships that, again, don't bring value to my life, but are kind of an... This sounds kind of gross, but like not gross, just seems not very nice. Like I say it now. (laughs) I don't waste my time Mm -hmm. in small talk friendships. But again, that's just like relationships. Why would you go on a date that's awful and choose for a second? Come on. Yeah. You're not going to. So apply that to your relationships that are not romantic, right? You deserve that on that aspect too. Mm -hmm. And let's not waste anybody's time. Let's not do that. No. It's a weird breakup at first, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's a worse breakup it's than like totally, a romantic one. It's worth it. So when we talk about weeding out your circle, um, one of the things that I was thinking about is uh, the grass isn't always greener, right? Mm-hmm. Um, pull the weeds if it's killing the flowers kind of thought. So yeah. I was thinking about this and you have different types of flowers. You have your annuals, your pre-annuals, and then you have your weeds, your weeds who kill the flowers. Mm-hmm. So for me, and I never, I mean, now I know this, right? I didn't know. I'm not a flower guru kind of person, but I was like annuals every year come up. No, it's not. That's not the way it works. It's actually the opposite. Pre-annuals mm-hmm. are the flowers that come up every year. Yeah. To me, that is my core group. They come up every year, no matter what. They're yeah. here for everything. Even if we're friends from 20 years ago, 
you still, I still have those. I have those back, you know, where I'm from and they're my ride or dies. We pick up where we left off at. You have those, you have those people you've traveled the world. You still have to water those and take care of them for them to come back. You really do. You do. (laughs) And then you have your annuals. Those are the people that will fade in and out of your life. They, maybe they've made a staple on your life. They brought value Mm -hmm. to your life. They weren't bringing value to your life. Something fizzled out there. Mm -hmm. They were here for a season. Mm-hmm. And then they just weren't there again. You don't wish them any ill, no. you know, but you're just kind of like, it's okay, right? Mm-hmm. As long as I still have my ones that come up every year. Mm-hmm. Then you have your weeds. And you got to pick those suckers quick and you have to recognize that they're a weed because, mm-hmm. again, if you're if you're not a flower person like me, sometimes it's hard to see what are the weeds. Yeah, sometimes they look like flowers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they do. But if and you let them grow, they'll strangle every other flower in your garden. They will. <laughs> and they'll turn those they'll turn those flowers against you. Mm-hmm. Um, so really being very good about weeding out the garden and weeding out the things in your life that take up moments and time that are so precious that you can never get back. Get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Get rid of the, the, the gray area. Get rid of anything that is not bringing you clarity in your mind, in your heart, Mm -hmm. in your day-to-day life. You need to get rid of it. And it's okay to have a conversation about it, right? It's okay Mm -hmm. to be mature about it. It's okay to address, like, this is not, you're not a back porch friend. Yeah. And I'm not for you. And that's fine. Um, And I think. I mean, I've told people that. (laughs) I know you have. (laughs) (laughs) If you ain't sit on my back porch, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know. I mean, you have to, they have to recognize that in themselves too. Like, you're not going to tell me a deep, dark secret. Like, if you have a marital problem, you're not crying to your front porch friend about that. You're out back. You're having a drink. Right. Exactly. you, You have certain people that you trust with that and certain people you don't. But like you said about the seasons, it's accepting that there's seasons in life. Mm -hmm. If it rains all the time, it floods. The seasons have to change. They have to move. They have to grow. And things will thrive and die in the different seasons. And you have to understand that, like you said, it's okay if you're here for a season. And then you're gone. We had a great goddamn season. Right. Enjoyed the shit out of it. Maybe you moved. Maybe you've gotten married. Maybe Mm -hmm. you had a baby. That doesn't mean we're not friends. It means you're in a different season. I went through that heavily in my younger age because I had kids so much mm-hmm. younger than most of my friends. You know, I grew up a lot quicker than everybody else did. Yeah. I had my first child at 18 years old. I was married at 18. Um, I had my second child at 21. Mm-hmm. I have been married 17 years. I'm yeah. getting ready to have a child graduate. I'm on the tail end of, you know, that era of my life. Mm-hmm. And some of my friends are just starting that. Yeah. And I'm like, Ooh, I'm so excited for you. Right. And mm-hmm. I want to hold your baby, but I don't need a babysitter to go out tonight. No, I can just go. Ugh, I do. It's awful. <laughs> <laughs> but in fairness, it's usually your kids. So it's wonderful. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but you know, and that's the thing. It's not, it, it's a season, right? Yeah. Uh, I, you, I found that, um, when I started, you know, having kids and stuff and my friends were like, Oh, we're going out. We're 21. We're partying. We're having a mm-hmm. great time. Right. I wasn't able to do that all the time, but then my kids started in sports and then I had this season of friends that I met through my kids mm-hmm. through their sports. And we spent a lot of time together. We traveled for baseball, cheerleading, whatever it is. Right. And you create these relationships with these people that, in that season, that's who you see every single day. You create yeah. those relationships with them. And even then, being a team mom, I was very good about trying to weed out those those ones mm-hmm. who not only don't want what's best for you, but their adult jealousy is reflected on your kids too. Exactly, yeah. 
have an honest conversation with yourself as a mother, as a, as a father. Have you had those moments of jealousy towards someone else's child because your kid wasn't getting the success that their child was having? And knock it off if you do. Knock it off if you do. <laughs> but those same things that you're projecting on children is what you are doing in your own life to your circle of friends. Mm-hmm. You're, you want them to be, you want your friends to be successful, but not as successful as you. Yeah. You want your friends to have money, but not as much money as you. Yeah. You want your friends to have a nice car, but you better not have one nicer than mine. Like that, Mm. it knocked that off. Yeah. It's yucky. It's yucky and nothing in my mind, it positive or exciting or great is going to come to you. That is like karma. Exactly. And I feel like another big thing is like you never, you can't dim your own light, right? Like you're not allowed to downplay yourself. Mm-hmm. If I let you in, are you strong enough to be in? Because I'm a strong personality. Just mm-hmm. ask my husband. <laughs> <laughs> I am not everyone's cup of tea and that is fine. Why on earth would I want to be everyone's cup of tea? Who has time for that? And what kind of value can you have in a relationship if you're everyone's cup of tea? Now that doesn't mean not be nice. I am kind to everyone. Mm-hmm. I will treat everyone with the same respect and whether you're a coworker or an acquaintance or a neighbor or my best friend, you're getting pretty much the same version of me, right? Right. I just don't maybe open the doors. Like, you don't get access to certain things if you're only at a certain place. Like, that is, that's ridiculous. You know, I'm not going to tell somebody in the street, oh, my God, me and my husband got in a fight last night. Right. What? Stop it. <laughs> but if we're on the back porch sipping, of course we are. Right. But I feel like you are allowed to shine. And if you don't have people around you that want to see your light and be influenced by it and join you in that light... You're around the wrong people. See, we keep having this conversation mm-hmm. and you are so great about that, right? I give you a hundred percent props on this. First of all, we don't know everything, right? Mm-hmm. We started this podcast because we thought we could bring some value to some people's Shh, lives, right? Tell our right. I know. <laughs> I wonder I if they're gonna listen to this one. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, we don't know every everything. We're bringing value where we feel like we can bring value. And so I will say one of the things that I struggle at and that I'm really bad about is enjoying my happy moments. My Maybe that's a, a, an accolade or... Uh, You're the worst at taking a minute. To I don't... I. It's not that I don't think brain. I don't deserve it. I think <laughs> I do. But I have had and do have friends that I love dearly mm-hmm. that have not given me the okay to be happy for amazing moments in my life. Unacceptable. I know. (laughs) And the crazy thing is the come up for me, I know logically that I deserve Mm -hmm. all of these great things that are happening to me. Not because, not just because I come from a a background and a life of a lot of devastating moments Mm -hmm. and a lot of childhood trauma, but because I work really hard. Yeah. And I nobody has ever given me anything. Yeah. Nobody. I love my parents dearly, but mm-hmm. did not buy my first car. Yeah. Um did not help me with my wedding. Like nothing has no college was paid for for me. That means that success so much sweeter. It does. But people, it's like you almost have to tell everybody, right? Well, Um, I feel like I deserve this happiness right now because I come from this, this, and this, right? Mm -hmm. All these things bad that happened to me that you don't understand in order for me to get to this, this point in my life. Like, I feel like I owe them an explanation Mm -hmm. as 
to why I, it's okay for me to be happy right now. That is where we differ. <laughs> it is. It is. But it I'm is definitely shit. one of my, it's one of my, mo- it's one of my weaknesses, right? Mm-hmm. Am I dressing too pretty for my friends? Mm-hmm. Am I too happy for my friends? I, you know, is my car too nice? Like maybe they're going to be like, ugh, she got a new car. You know, like I think about every single thing that mm-hmm. I do and how I make my friends feel. You do. And you, you are always, I don't want to say concerned or consumed, but you're always aware mm-hmm. of, is it, is it weird? Is it braggy if I have a pool or I bought myself a new car this year mm-hmm. and I feel like I've kind of flipped a switch where I was doing that for a really long time. And now I'm kind of like, I'm not going to explain shit to you. Like you might think it's icky that I've disturbed my new pool. Girl, I worked so hard for that pool. Right. We, you know, we did all these things for this and that. I don't care who sees it. And it's tattooed right on my hand. Let them. Right. Let them do whatever they want. Let them say whatever they want. And every now and then I see a spark in you where you have that kind of moment. And you're like, I don't care at all. And I'm so proud of you. And I feel like if you take more of that and harness that into it, like, again, that will weed out people for you. Yeah. If your success and your happiness, like, you're not bragging. Right. Oh, look at me. Look at all these things. Girl, you could carry around all those awards all day and be that person if you wanted to. Absolutely. But you're not. Right. So for anyone that knows you, I mean, I do care about accolades. I do. I don't yeah. care. I those are goal-driven things, They're right? Personally important to you. They're like personally like important to me. I don't care out. about cars. I don't care yeah. about like financial status. Mm-hmm. Like I don't care about that stuff. No, you're right. Yeah, I told her we were looking at cars, and she was like, "Is it icky to get that car? I would never get a Range Rover, girl. If I had a Range Rover, you could not tell me nothing." <laughs> so one of my favorite cars is the G Wagon and the Range mm-hmm. Rover, but I purposely was like, "I'm not going to get that because mm-hmm. people will be like, ill." Yeah. And I'm over here like, I just can't even imagine. Like, I'd be so happy for myself. I would not even care. Like, yeah, I didn't get it. So I didn't get one about. because I was like, mm, mm-hmm. so worried about what everybody else was going to think, right? Don't and worry, so- girl. It's going to happen. I'm going to get one and we're going to ride it together. We're going to blast oh, the music. Because yes, Cardi B yes. said, no fake friends. Yes. <laughs> Can we get one like Courtney Kardashian? No, I think it was Khloe Kardashian. She had like the velvet one wrapped in oh, velvet. Don't tell me it was a good time. Oh. <laughs> you know how I feel about velvet. I love it. So good. <laughs> but I feel like the closer for today, if you take anything away from this, is that you cannot blame a clown for acting like a clown. All you can do is ask yourself why you keep going to the circus. Ooh, that was a good one. And that's a wrap. If you like what you heard, make sure to like, follow, and subscribe. And as always, you can listen on Apple, Spotify, and more. Don't forget to check us out on YouTube for video podcast. We'll see you next week.